Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Hi, everybody out there. Um, I am back. It's Lisa Kay, and we are back with Between Heaven and Earth Radio, and we are broadcasting live on Facebook. And I want to shout out to everybody there. I've got a lot of technology going on. Um, We're trying to get this out to, oh, Facebook. I've got a lot of people out there. If you want to join us on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash LMK fans, LMK 88 fans. Um, or you could just go to my website, click on Facebook, and you're there. And we're also going to go, and we're out on YouTube. Uh, we're get, we're recording this, going to send it out to YouTube. We've got a lot of fans out on YouTube. I actually get a lot of people that find me through YouTube. If you found me through YouTube, send me a note. Tell me you found me there. Um, it's really kind of cool. And, uh, and, again, you can reach me on YouTube. Go to my website, lmk88.com, and then you can click on the YouTube button there, and you can see all the other videos. So that's really, really kind of fun. So I wanted to welcome everybody who's, who's out there. Um, I'll glance every now and then over to my left to see if I can see the comments. Uh, to see the comments that you guys are writing out there, but forgive me if I don't if I don't see them all. Um, okay, so let's get started. Our show today is called "How Your Pet Can Improve Your Intuition." Now, everybody loves pets. Everybody loves their puppies and the dogs and the cats and the kittens, and I do too. I am a huge, huge animal fan. Um, it's something that I absolutely uh, adore. And one of the things you probably don't know about me is that I wanted to be an animal behaviorist. That's actually how I started. Um, one of my, I guess, my concentrations in, along with psychobiology was ethology. And ethology is the study of animal behavior. And, and I think it's really, really interesting. You know, we are animals too, I, I, I'm sure you all know that, uh, and that basically are, we're of the primate family, and we have a lot of uh, the things that are in our biology, in our brains, is the very similar in, in, in ways to the anim, other animals in the animal kingdom. And our pets, our and our cats, our dogs, our our fish, um, and so on, they're actually amazingly instinctive and intuitive creatures. You know, they have instinct. They know things without having language. They know things from us without having to speak to us. Uh, They speak to us in their own ways, right? Um, Animals know, for example, uh, when an earthquake's coming. You've heard, you might have heard that, that animals know that intuitively or instinctively when they need to run away from say a tsunami, they said when the tsunamis came that all the animals ran to high ground. Um, or they have a sense of an, a storm that might be coming. Or they just know, they just know, you ever find this? Some 
cats. They just know who are the cat lovers and who are not. And then sometimes they actually know the people who don't like cats and they seem to want to be attracted to those. Um, so you can learn a lot from their behavior and also just by the way you interact with them. And one of the things we're going to do today is we're going to talk about the three ways your pets can improve your intuition. And I think it's a fascinating topic. I know people are interested in it because, uh, you know, I get that question all the time. It's um, I've got this out on my blog post and, and I always get uh, questions from radio hosts interviewing me. Oh, tell me about that pet thing. You know, how does it, how do pets improve your intuition? What's that all about? And uh, so let me talk to you about it today. One of the things you can do is if you have a pet or you're near somebody who's um, or you're hanging out with a friend's pet, you can, or even if you don't have a pet. Now, you know, those of you who don't have pets, you can still learn from animals. And being the animal animal behaviorist, uh, I am very used to watching animals in the wild, animals who are around me. Um, It might be a bird. It might be a squirrel. It might be a chipmunk. uh, So you don't have to have a pet if you um, want to try some of these things out. So I'm going to do a little shout out to some of the Facebook people out there. Hi, Tom and Amos and Joanna and and, uh, Joan. Joan's out there. Hey, saying hi to everybody. Um, So so let's talk a little bit about uh, animals and how this works. So here... Let's start with the three things that your pets can help you with in terms of intuition. So the first first thing is no words. Animals don't have any words. Gee, surprise, surprise. Um, They have their own words, right? They have their own way of communicating, but they don't have words that we use. They don't have uh, human language. And so they're not communicating with us through our language. And interestingly enough, intuition doesn't have words either. So one of the things that you can do to help improve your lang- your intuition is understand that you're to learn how to communicate with without words. The animals are responding. They're responding to nudges, urges. Uh, they are interacting based on some other type of communications. Of course, they have their own language, but um, if they're interacting with you, uh, you don't have a common language other than perhaps your behavior. They can understand. Now, look, I know my my animals understand what I'm saying because I talk to them, Um, but they don't know everything I'm saying. But I don't know what they're saying because they can't speak back to me. Um, But I do know that they are using their instinct, their intuition, and I'll, I'll tell you a little story about what happened, which actually this really, really shocked me. It surprised me um, in how much information animals are getting intuitively and instinctively and that we can too, if they can do it. And this, this one incident happened with my cats. I had two cats. And let me tell you, if my husband wasn't there to corroborate the story with me, I would have thought it didn't happen because it was so, um, so incredible. So I had two, I have two cats. I had two cats and one was uh, a girl cat, Shana, and she was the older cat. She was the, 
Um, I think at the time she was 12 years old, and we just got a kitten, and we got and his his name is D'Artagnan, and he's a little black and white cat. He's a little tuxedo cat. You might have seen him on my Facebook feed or or Instagram. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he was a little rambunctious, little want to play all the time kitten. Uh, and Shayna was again 12 years old. She was, you know, more mature and calm and not not full of energy and not wanting to play all the time. So she was a little bit um, often annoyed by D'Artagnan's little antics. And one day D'Artagnan was lying underneath her and she's just sitting there, you know, like cats do. And um, he was, uh, she was kind of down, you know, on all four paws and hunkered down. And, and um, he was beneath her kind of playing with her and he's like, whacking her chin and kind of playing with her and she's just staring at him like stop doing that you're bothering me now she's very patient Um, but I knew her patience would run out so I said to D'Artagnan you know Dee you really shouldn't bother Shana so much like that because you're now she he was really small he was tiny I said you know you're so small your head could fit in her mouth and you might not want, you know, you don't want her to, don't want her to get angry at you. Well, just at that moment, Shana opens up her mouth and she puts her mouth over his head and she, she didn't hurt him or anything. She just put his head, his little tiny head in her mouth, didn't close it. And then she took her, her mouth away and sat there and stared at him again. And, of course, the third, first thing he did was his eyes got really big and he started to shrink a little bit. And he, he kind of then closed his eyes and got really small. And he stopped, oh, I stopped bugging her. So, but then I was like, oh, my gosh, she heard me. Now, now she doesn't know my words, right? I mean, she doesn't really know. She didn't know that I was saying she should put her mouth around him, right? I don't think she did. So there was something that she picked up that she understood what I meant. And I mean, that was a very complicated, very complex set of behaviors that she did to actually just put her mouth around him. When I said, hey, you know, your your little head D'Artagnan could fit in her mouth. And. I don't know how she did that. Why did she do How did she do that? What was that? Was that instinct? Was, I mean, both my husband and I were shocked. Um, so there was something that she picked up, something. It wasn't in my actions. I didn't do anything. I didn't uh, make any gestures. She knew. So she knew with some other feeling, some other, I don't know, maybe she read my mind. But the whole idea is that there there really is no communication with words, and maybe that was her way of communicating with her actions. Um, but we're, there are no words. So there must have been some strong opening, something that she had felt uh, that gave her the urge to do what she did. So your intuition doesn't speak with words either. It speaks in symbols and signs, um, urges. Something might compel you to do something. Something might, it might be an intuitive nudge to make you go in a certain direction or do a certain action or um, maybe do something that's different that you've done before. 
So your intuition is communicating with you. You're communicating through you. That's how animals use their inner guidance to compel themselves to do things. This is your own instinct, right? So what you can do when you are with your fur baby is see how what your interactions are with your your puppy, your kitten, your your cat, your dog, um, in terms of what are they feeling? What it, can you read their minds? You know, turn the tables a little bit so that they're not they're always kind of reading your mind because they don't have the words. But now you are have to do the same thing. What is it they're feeling? What are they communicating with you? What is it that they want? Uh, how are they um, maybe feeling or sensing at the time? And that you use that by turning within and and kind of noticing um, what's occur- occurring to you in terms of non-words. We just talked about it, symbols, signs, com- uh, maybe a feeling. You can even just um, look at your pet and be there in terms of uh, what, you know, what, it, what is it that they um, may be wanting to do at the moment. You could also play maybe a little guessing game. <laughs> And, okay, so that's number one. There's no words. Animals don't have words. So now you're communicating. Um, if you're watching, you know, sometimes when we watch animals in the in the wild, you might be able to sense what it is that they are doing or why they're doing what they're doing. Is it uh, when they interact with each other? Um, or is it is it play? Or is it the other animal? Is the other animal some? Um, an enemy, um, how are they, what is it can, that you can pick up? Now, it might be things you're picking up visually, but that's okay. It's a good practice for you to sense things that are nonverbal. Okay, so number two, being in the now. You know, animals are in the now. That's the great thing about pets. That's the great things about animals. They're always, always in the now. They're present with you. They're not thinking about it. They're not planning what they're going to be doing for the birthday next month. They're not, um, they're not really uh, judging, you know, whether what you fed them yesterday was a, a good bowl of food or not. They're just here. They're here with you right now. And that is so important with your intuition because your intuition is in the now. It is in the here and now. And it is also aware of things that are happening right if right now. If you are always thinking about the future, you're always thinking about the past. You can't be in the now. You can't be right here. And that when you are in the now, when you are aware of where you are, what's going on around you, what is around you right now, who you're with. I'm with my my dog and we're having a good time and, and he's he's happy and playing and I'm I'm fully with him. Then you're able to sense uh, you're you're in alignment with your intuition because your intuition is in the now and it's it's giving you information um, in your presence. So it might be helping you look and notice things around you at the moment right now. When I was very young, my first cat, my first cat was a beautiful black and white cat. And she was all white with black spots and she had spots all over her as if God sprinkled them down from heaven and they just kind of fell around her head and down her back. And, and um, I loved her. And, and she was a stray. And when I was five years old, she came up on the porch looking for food and um, she was feral. So she didn't belong to anybody. And I was 
very um I loved animals, I loved cats. I wanted to go out and and go pet her. And my mother was of course very cautious. She didn't want me to go out there. Um but she saw that, you know, this cat was very uh, was docile and so she let me approach the cat very quietly and she told me to be very quiet and move very slowly. And I was able to go over to her and pet her. And this cat, her name is Dorothy, somehow she knew that I wasn't going to hurt her. And now she's feral. Um, and so she let me pet her. Um, I actually remember that I was I was able to pick her up, which was surprising <laughs> uh, that she, she let me pick her up. Um, but I was, again, I was a small child. And uh, now she never let anybody else pick her up. That was an interesting thing. So she had a sense. She knew instinctively that I wasn't going to hurt her. Um, funny thing was my dad was like saying, oh, you know, uh, we can't keep her. Don't, you know, don't feed her. It'll, it'll never go away. Well, he was the one that fed her. So she never went away. Anyway, so she was, she was like my... She was like my best friend. She was my closest companion. Uh, I think that's why she came into my life. And as I got a little older um, and I was like, you know, 10, 12 years old, she, Dorothy and I would go for these walks at night and we would go in, you know, walk around the yard at dusk or when it got a little dark and because we lived in the suburbs and the houses were far apart and we had trees and we had lots of grass and bushes and she would walk through the bushes and I would walk next to them and um, she would sometimes follow me and we'd stay together and then other times we'd sit somewhere actually I remember I was small enough to crawl under this really big bush it was like hollow inside and so I could go under there and sit there and she'd come and sit with me and we'd just listen to the night sounds and the crickets and your eyes would adjust and you'd start to see things appear in the darkness and we'd be very quiet and um, I tried to be like her I tried to notice what she was noticing listen to what she was listening to and uh, and and it was and be with her and it was so nice that we had that presence that time together that sort of being in the now and and that taught me how to be quiet and how to hear things, how to listen to not, you know, the quiet or the small sounds of the night, which I think is what we can learn to be aware of things around us. And that helps you pay attention to your intuition, your instinct, because sometimes we'll hear things inside of us and sometimes it'll be outside. Well, our attention will be drawn somewhere to where we need to look. And that's your instinct. That's your intuition telling you, that's where you should be looking. That's what you should be listening to. So that's another thing that you can do is when you are with your cat or your dog or your pet and they're there in the now, um, dogs are a little less quiet, but uh, they are aware. They're, they're aware of everything that's going on. They're listening. They're uh, smelling. And they are picking in up everything. They are aware of the big picture. And that is what your intuition does best is be aware of the big picture. It's the thing that knows is something out there that's different, right? If you were were an animal and you had to worry about whether there was a, a predator out there, or, you know, even back when we were um, 
caveman, I suppose, you know, you had to worry about what was around you. And is there something um, that that's a, a predator or prey? And you have to be quiet. And when you focus your mind on being quiet and paying attention to what's around you in the now, I mean, nowadays as humans, we don't have to worry about that. And we're inside all the time. We're on our phones looking at the computer. I'm guilty of that too. And that's always getting your mind thinking. It's always buzzing around in you. And you don't give yourself a chance to um, be present and not have your mind buzzing all the time. So uh, so these are some things that you can learn from your pets. And I'm just, uh, I talk with my hands. I'm watching myself on Facebook. I I talk with my hands all the time. So Stephanie's out there. She said she had a strange dream last night about furry little animals and dogs playing. And this morning I went outside and there was a trail in the snow. Only a furry rodent could have made it. So it sounds like you either um, sensed them, Stephanie, and, and you knew. So that was kind of cool. What a synchronicity. And we're talking about pets today. And Tom said he taught a cat to fetch and turn a light switch on by... By visualizing when you work with it, how fascinating. It's really cool. Really cool. I love that. Really neat stuff. I, I te- I've taught my cat how to fetch and how to sit, um, but not turn on a light switch. I think that's that's awesome. And, you know, that's interesting because you have you got to train them with that word. So number two is, right, being in the now. So next time you go for a walk with your dog, see if you can notice some things before they do. Is it a bird or a squirrel or maybe, uh, you know, another a dog in the distance? Do you notice that before they do? You know, if you're walking and you're looking at your phone or you're listening uh, to something on your, um, your iPod or you're um, talking to a friend, you're not in the now. So practice being in the now. Okay. So number three, let's, let's talk about number three. Number three is easy. Well, somewhat easy. It's love. Number three is love. Pets give you unconditional love. That's why we love our pets. Um, and they don't hang on to things. Uh, Shana, remember I talked about Shana, my cat, my 12-year-old cat. Um, she would get mad all the time. She would get mad. Things would, she was, I used to call her queen of the jungle or, you know, <laughs> because she, she was, it was her space and her place. And she would get mad and grumpy, but then it would go away. It would disappear. She'd get mad for a minute and she'd kind of wrinkle her nose at you and, and then it would go, be gone. And that's good because what comes back is love. Pets give you unconditional love. And intuition is amplified by love, by the feeling of love, the emotion of love. And they love us unconditionally, and we give them love unconditionally. So it's that love that connects you to um, to all that is, to everything around you. I found that when I want to connect to someone and use my intuition to connect with them, find out you know more information, whatever it might be, uh, opening my heart and and sending them love and feeling love. Um, gets me much more accurate information and information that's useful and relevant. So, so that is something that you can learn to use and to do with um, with your intuition is knowing, you know, getting into that feeling of love, being able to turn it on, 
And even if you are um, working with, oh, your intuition on something that you don't love, you could just have the feeling of love, having the feeling of unconditional love where, you know, and think about your pet, think about your loved one. And that will put you in a feeling of love and helps relax you. And therefore you can um, connect more easily and really pick up really good information that that's uh that is opening your that's what they mean by opening your heart so this is a, a sort of a challenge for you you could try this out i'd like you to see see if when you want to use your intu- intuition remember to sense and feel and be love what they call be love and all you have to do is think about someone you love or think about your dog your puppy your cat your kitten and and um, and love them, and that's going to help you open that, your heart, and and now you can use your intuition, and hopefully that'll relax you. Being relaxed is important, and being open, and then have that sense of love, and then do do your intuition technique. That's the technique that I've taught you, um, and use your intuition. Uh, the technique's important because you have to have a process, and then knowing how intuition comes to you. So we've talked a a little bit about how that happens today, Uh, being in the now and there are no words. And as a third thing, those those are the first two. And the third thing was love. So those are ways that you can really tune into your intuition, really amplify it and get your intuition working for you. So um, by those three things and your animals help you do that it's just it's amazing you know if they can be instinctive you can be intuitive and it's all there for you so those are the three things and that's how your pets can help improve your intuition so go out and try it go out and try those three things try to to communicate without words try to uh have more love in your life and um and be in the now right be here Presence, those three things is gonna. It really will help your intuition a lot. So if you are watching this or listening to this any other place other than my website, you can come to my website and get a whole lot more there at lmk88.com. And all my events are there. I have been traveling a lot. Maybe I'll be close to where you are and um, been speaking, giving workshops, and uh, and also um, my. My other classes on developing your intuition are starting to roll out and uh, open up. We're going to have a big opening coming up in a few months, so hopefully you're going to be out there um, waiting for that, and then you can join me in person. I'm going to do that. Do it once a year. So I'm Lisa Kay, and you've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth, Conscious Living for Your Soul. I'm so excited you've been listening to us and uh, out there on Lisa Kay Radio, my app. Um, and I hope to hear more from you and come on over to my website, sign up for my free intuition tips. You're going to get one a week, lmk88.com. All right, angel blessings to everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.